everyone and welcome to another edition of Is It Worth It? We're a short gaming podcast where I pull a game from the shelf. Um, typically these games are rare and valuable. I play it, review it, and tell you whether or not it's worth the price that it commands. Um, typically these podcasts have been really short. My last podcast was a bit longer and I got a lot of positive feedback about it being longer and in an effort to make this podcast um, longer all the time, uh, I will, instead of reviewing a singleton game, sometimes I'll review a series of games and uh, touch on uh, several from a, a given series, and that is one of those episodes, the first of which where it'll be more than one game, and I'm going to be reviewing the Final Fight series. Um, Final Fight has a special place in my heart. Um, Virtually everyone uh, my age group has probably played Final Fight at uh, some point, whether it be in the arcade or on the Super Nintendo or what have you. It was a super popular series. A lot of these characters uh, weren't just within the Final Fight series, but they appeared in many Capcom games throughout the years. I mean, many. I was I was looking up on Wikipedia before I started this episode, and I, I, my original plan was to actually list out everything that these characters had appeared in, because I knew quite a few off the top of my head. I had no idea just how many of these these, uh, these characters appeared in uh, various games. But let's first talk about uh, the original Final Fight. It was uh, released in 1989, if memory serves, as an uh, arcade game. And uh, man, it was a great, great beat-em-up arcade game. Uh, it featured three playable characters, Hagger, uh, Guy, and Cody. And uh, the storyline is a bit wonky at best. Uh, Hagger used to be a... Um, professional wrestler and he looks like uh oh kind of like Zangief only uh with uh Sergeant Slaughter's head um <laughs> uh sans the scars wearing a pair of uh overalls or maybe it's just a pair of pants with a singleton belt uh, worn as a sash to kind of hold them up and uh, he is the mayor of Metro City so that's not too uncommon a uh, a thing to happen in today's day and age. Uh, there have been numerous people that uh, were in entertainment that then moved on to become uh, political figures. Uh, of course, the most famous like Schwarzenegger and uh, and uh, Jesse the Body Ventura became governors. Uh, Ronald Reagan was the president. Uh, Sonny Bono was a U.S. senator, I believe. Uh, I'm sure there's a ton of others that I'm unaware of. So not too far-fetched. What is far-fetched is uh, the plot of the game is he's the mayor. And this gang uh, kidnaps his daughter, Jessica. And instead of, you know, he's he's the mayor of a city. Uh, surely he has connections. Uh, he could call the U.S. Army. He could call neighboring cities for their police force if his is corrupted. Uh, he could do any number of things to try and save his daughter, Jessica. Instead, he decides to go to the mean streets, use his wrestling skills to battle the entirety of this gang who for some reason, don't carry guns of any kind, and, um, and, and just fight them one-on-one, because, -on -one. Uh, you know, video game. Wouldn't be much of a video game if uh, he just called in the army, and the army uh, quickly defeated this gang of uh, non-gun-toting, uh, weird cloth uh, people. I mean, very, very strange clothing, even, even for the uh, late 90s, or rather early 90s, late 80s, um, 
type of clothing we were wearing. The stuff in this game, a lot of these guys are wearing stuff you only saw in bad movies like uh, Double Dragon or The Warriors or something like that. Uh, very silly costumes. Um, anywho, so he decides to go fight in the Mean Streets to get Jessica back. And of course, so does Cody because Cody is the um, boyfriend of Jessica. And Guy is like Cody's life partner best friend or something and so he goes too and uh cody is kind of a i, I guess you'd call him like a boxer slash kickboxer type style and a guy is a ninja uh practices ninjutsu and um they all pretty much have similar moves um guy being the fastest cody being kind of in the middle hagger being the slowest but the strongest um but they all have a Punch, kick, jump kick, and a special move that when you execute it, it eats a tiny bit of your um, life meter until uh, you get, I believe once you get down to zero life or practically zero life, you're able to just kind of spam that thing and uh, do, do that move over and over, which is a very viable way to get through the SNES port, let me tell you. Um, Hagger does like a spinning clothesline. Uh, Cody does a little wonky spin kick that's uh, very cheaply done because it's basically his uh, jump kick except they make him spin if I remember correctly and then uh, Guy also has a spin kick that's uh, very similar to uh, like Ryu and Ken's spin kick from the Street Fighter series. Um, that's really about it. You walk uh, from right to left on most stages and you fight members of the gang. Along the way um, you can find barrels and other breakables in the backgrounds, phone booths, telephone poles, trash cans, etc. Uh, you can punch these and sometimes stuff will be in them because sure, a video game. Uh, sometimes it'll be jewelry or a boombox or something weird like that and you get some points for this. And um, other times, uh, it'll be delicious food because we all love to eat a huge turkey that we found in the trash can. Uh, this being an old joke of Castlevania wall meat, well, they really take to the next level on uh, this Capcom uh, series. You can find everything from hamburgers, french fries, the Cokes. These are all things that you can literally find in a trash can, uh, none of which I would recommend eating. I don't believe it would increase your health in any way if you were on the verge of death finding... Uh, trash can meat is not the way to restore your health. No, you need to go to a doctor or take medicine of some kind. But, video game, so fine. Also of note, sometimes within these uh, destructible barriers, or not barriers, but background things, you can sometimes find uh, weaponry. You can also find weaponry sometimes uh, on various characters and whatnot. Uh, if memory serves, there's a dagger, which can be uh, used as a melee weapon by Cody and thrown by Hagger, I think. Or maybe they both throw it. It's been a long time. I, I really should have replayed it. I thought I could remember everything off the top of my head. It has been 20 years. Um, and there's a pipe. And you know what? I think that's it. I think there's a pipe and a knife. So, yeah, the pipe is pretty powerful. Uh, I believe the arcade also featured a sword, uh, or a katana. Maybe that was also in the Super Nintendo version? Don't recall. But anyway, um, honestly, these, they're, they're neat. Uh, you have a bit more range with them, uh, but you don't, seemingly, I remember, you don't deal a whole lot more damage than you would normally, and all the items break after just a few uses. You can't just, uh, walk through a whole stage slinging a lead pipe, uh, so, you know, they're neat. They add some extra gameplay, but uh, 
not really, you know, they're just kind of something else to do. Uh, each stage has a end boss who's uh, typically pretty tough. Uh, funny story as a kid, when I first got my Super Nintendo, um, I begged my mom for the Super Nintendo. I was one of the, the kids that didn't get it the first couple years it came out, you know. We weren't well off. So I begged and begged and begged and begged. And finally, um, one Christmas, I was told, okay, you know, I was old enough that uh, I, of course, didn't believe in Santa. And my mom said, okay, I'll get you the Super Nintendo, but I can't afford to get you anything else. And I said, I don't care. I, yes, absolutely. So that year I got a Super Nintendo. Um, so Christmas Day comes, and I unwrap the thing, and there it is in all its glory. I start pulling it out of the box. Well, there's no game. Uh, my mom bought the cheapest version of the Super Nintendo that didn't come with a game, and of course, she didn't buy a game with it. So uh, Christmas Day, I sat there and uh, <laughs> just kind of turned on the thing, uh, stared at the red light, and I was pretending to play uh, TV shows, you know. <laughs> uh, pre pretty sad, but um, over the next several months, I did odd jobs around the neighborhood and what have you to save up um, 20 bucks, which I knew that Walmart locally sold uh, some of the older games for the Super Nintendo relatively cheap, and Final Fight was $19, so I was able to purchase that, and that was the only game I owned for the Super Nintendo for probably at least a year, a year and a half. So I played the, when I say I played this game a lot, it was daily. I played it all the time. Unfortunately, the Super Nintendo version, at least the one I got, didn't feature Guy as a playable character. And in the arcade, he was by far my favorite character. Um, you could just play as Cody and Haggard. Even so, it wasn't a bad port. It wasn't nearly as good as the um, arcade version but you know that's what's to be expected and of course even the Super Nintendo at that time wasn't as powerful as the type of arcade machines that were being produced in the you know what like 1989 1990 so yeah it's not gonna be quite as good but it was pretty close um, I never have beat this game uh, spoilers as much as I played it I could get to the very last stage um, very close to the end boss I may have even made it to the end boss but I never actually saved Jessica so there's that to yet to be done. Anyhow, um, there, there was an alternate version. Now, for, first of all, um, that version of the game, the version that I owned, uh, is now only worth maybe three to five dollars. Is it worth picking up for that? Yeah, if you find this anywhere, it's still a pretty good game. Um, three to five bucks, grab it up, uh, relive some of your childhood, or if you've never played it before, that's a cheap way to play it. Um, Pick it up, it's a good game. Now, there is another Super Nintendo version uh, called Final Fight Guy, and it is the exact same game. Um, the only difference being that instead of Cody, I believe it's Cody, yeah, I think it's Cody, you can now play as Hagger and Guy. And uh, that's it, that's the only difference. And that version is worth quite a bit of money. I wish I'd have known as a kid because I actually knew a video store that had a copy for sale for next to nothing. Um, <laughs> hindsight, oh well. Um, don't own a copy of this. But it currently goes for, I think, 100, 150, somewhere in there. Uh, is that worth it? No, no, do not buy this game. Um, 
if you absolutely must play uh, as Guy in the original one, you can uh, buy a Sega CD version of this game, which is by far the best way to do it. I have this, and I, I picked up my complete copy of the Sega CD version for um, about 40 bucks, I think, uh, earlier this year. I'm trying to complete the entirety of the Sega CD library. I have most of it. That was one of the last games to get. I'm still missing, I don't know, 30 or 40 or so, but... Um, this, the Sega CD version is superb, and you get to play as all three characters. You have the Red Book audio, so the sound is arcade perfect. It's great. Uh, you have a little bit of issues with load times, but it's really not too bad. Um, so if, if you just have to play as Guy, play that version. It's much cheaper, it looks better, and you can play as all three characters. Now, these uh, the, the Final Fight series spawned on the Super Nintendo uh, two sequels, Final Fight 2 and Final Fight 3. Now, the second game in the series uh, never appeared in the arcade, nor did the third. Um, they were only released for the Super Nintendo. The second game was basically the same game as the first, only this time, um, in, instead of Guy and Cody as playable characters, you had Maki, who was basically a female Guy. In fact, in the storyline, she was the daughter of Guy's trainer? or Master Sensei, whatever, something of that nature. And then Carlos, who was uh, like a Brazilian dude, if memory serves, and he used a sword, but he only would use it for his special attack. It's kind of weird because if I had a sword on me and I'm in a street fight versus literally hundreds of men, uh, that sword is gonna be out all the time. But no, he wears it on the back and punches and kicks, and only for his special attack does he use his sword. Aside from that, this is virtually the same game. Um, I really don't know why Carlos joined the fight. Uh, in fact, if, if I remember correctly, he just says something, well, I'm coming too or something. It's not really explained. I'm sure it's somewhere out there. Somebody knows why Carlos is uh, jumping on the bandwagon to beat up on some gang members. Maybe he's just a sadist. Um, or is it masochist? I'm not sure. I think it's sadist. Um, <laughs> But anywho, uh, Maki's joining the fight because her trainer and sister have been kidnapped by Mad Gear, the, the game, or the gang from the first game. Uh, and, or no, her father and her sister. And her sister is the fiancé to Guy, and her father is Guy's sensei as I said. Um, why Guy doesn't jump in on the fight, I, I, I don't know. Uh, perhaps he had something going on that weekend um, more pressing than, you know, saving his uh, fiance. But whatever, video game. Uh, basically the exact same game as, uh, as uh, the original one. Um, so, yeah. And then there was a third game. Oh, wait. <laughs> I guess first... First, I need to tell you whether or not I think it's worth owning. Uh, last I checked, the second one was starting to climb steadily in price. I believe currently you can get it for $30 to $40. I might be off a little bit on that. Um, 
it may it may even be slightly lower, like 25 or so. Uh, I'm going to have to give that one a resounding no. Uh, unless you're a huge, huge fan of Final Fight, you can really just uh, get the experience in the first game for next to nothing, as I said. Although, I believe this is also a uh, Wii console downloadable game, and I think it's at about 9 bucks. So, maybe check it out for that. I really don't even think it's worth that, honestly. It's, uh, it's just a clone of the original game with some new characters for reasons video game um okay well there is a third game in the series as well exclusive to the super nintendo um something i should mention real quick before i forget to mention it uh the first final fight on the super nintendo and final fight guy were a one player only game uh final fight 2 introduced uh compatibility you could play uh, co-op with a friend and even put in a code to play as the same character so if both you wanted to fight as Carlos you could do that um, I don't know why you would whatever um, the third game uh, you could also play co-op but if you're like me and absolutely no one likes you uh, you could also have the computer play alongside you um, the AI wasn't great but whatever you, you can co-op with a uh, your, your trusty friend, Mr. Super Nintendo. Um, so anyway, the third game uh, takes place a couple years later. Um, a new gang has emerged called the Skull Cross Gang. And these guys have taken over Mad Gear. And uh, Guy returns, apparently he was on some uh, vision quest or whatever the hell ninjas do. And he returns from that, reunites with uh, Mike Hagar, and um, just when all this is going down, they decide they have to go, you know, save the day. And they're met up with uh, a new character named Lucia. She's a detective uh, in the Metro City Police's Special Crimes Unit. And a dude named Dean, who's a street fighter whose family was killed by the Skullcross gang. And um, they have to save Metro City again. So, yay. Um... So four characters instead of three this time, which that's pretty cool. Um, each character has their own set of new moves and techniques unique to their character. Um, got a lot of new abilities in this game. You can now dash and you can perform uh, dashing attacks with each character and uh, new jump attacks, uh, kind of like in uh, Captain Commando, also a Capcom uh, game there. If you remember that one, that was the one where you could play a baby riding a robot. What a badass game. Anyway, uh, we're not talking about that, we're talking about Final Fight series. Um, you can also grab enemies and kind of walk around with them now, which is neat. And uh, you have new holding and throwing attacks. And uh, I believe there are also, yeah, there are also Street Fighter techniques that you can uh, use, including a super move. And you can input uh, button combinations kind of like in Street Fighter. Each character in Final Fight 3 specializes in a specific weapon, and if the player picks up that preferred weapon, then they will have access to unique combos with that weapon. For example, Guy specializes using nunchucks. Um, so you do special moves when you uh, attack with whatever said weapon. It's, it adds a little bit more. It, that's pretty cool, actually. Um, this game's not very long. Uh, none of them really are. Um, basically left, right, fight a boss again, that kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. Is this game worth it? You know, it's worth it a little more than Final Fight 2 is. It's got some more stuff going on. Uh, 
it's kind of hard for me to say, yeah, it's worth it. But um, eh. if you're a huge fan of beat-em-ups, maybe. Uh, it does go for quite a bit. I've seen it sell as high as 100 bucks. Uh, I've seen it as low as $35. This one's got some huge variants. For whatever reason, I don't know if this is just... I, I don't know if it's because it was a rental game or what. I don't know if this is one of the blockbuster exclusives uh, like Final Fight Guy was. I don't think it was. But virtually every copy I've ever come across in my life is in real life, and I've seen several, are damaged pretty badly. Um, even the one that I ended up picking up, and I think I bought mine for like $35, had a lot of label damage and stuff. And um, luckily for me, being a collector and also an artist, uh, I restore labels through use of paints and whatnot, and uh, I, I made it look virtually brand new. Uh, unless you really inspect the thing, you realize, you know, hey, some guy painted on this and uh, covered it with lacquer, you know. Whatever. Uh, for my personal collection, I'm not looking to ever sell it or anything like that, but um, for whatever reason, I always find these beat up. So I, I guess uh, the <laughs> uh, maybe that's just my personal experience, but uh, the the nice-looking ones command quite a price, but uh, you can you can still find these relatively cheap here and there. Uh, sometimes, if you actually find someone reasonable on eBay, uh, so I tentatively say that yes, it is worth it to buy Final Fight 3, but only if you're really a fan of the series or just beat 'em ups in general. It is a pretty decent beat 'em up. Um, two, no. One, yeah, because it's so damn cheap. Three, tentative, yes. And of course, I cannot talk about Final Fight without also mentioning an NES title. So let's talk a bit about Mighty Final Fight for the original Nintendo. Now this was released in 1993. It's a very late game to be released on the original Nintendo. Um, gotta remember, the last game was made in 94. And there was very few titles released 93 or 94, so this one's kind of a rare game. And, spoilers, in my opinion, by far the best Final Fight game of all of them. It is tremendously good. Um, it's basically Final Fight, the same storyline. You can play as a Go uh, Cody, Guy, and Hagger, um, but they're all little chibi characters. If you're not familiar with chibi, think uh, River City Ransom or uh, the Goemon series. Um, they're like these uh, little squat, cute, Japanese-looking uh, parodies of real people. And uh, man, th this game is great. Um, in it, instead of the just normal brawler that you get with um, the rest of the Final Fight series, each character can learn a series of moves as you uh, gain more hearts. So in effect, you're leveling up to learn new moves, and some of these moves are pretty badass. Um, other than that, it's basically Final Fight all over again, but somehow it plays better. The music is tremendously good. Uh, this was put out, uh, of course, by Capcom, and uh, Capcom basically was batting a 1,000 during the original Nintendo era, and this one is... No exception, um, although maybe the Harlem Globetrotter game, I think that's a Capcom game. Uh, I haven't played it, but anyway, virtually everything Capcom did at, during this era was great. 
and uh, this is no exception. Um, you start off at level one if you play as Cody or Guy, but level three if you play as Hagger for some unbeknownst reason. I, I don't know why. Maybe because he had to have a buffer if you play a two-player because he's so much slower. I think this is a two-player game. You know what? I might be talking out my ass. I think actually it is only a one-player game. Um, it does suffer from some of the uh, NES flicker that you would get back in the day where uh, characters would kind of flicker in and out if you have too many things on screen at once. Aside from that, it's, uh, it's just a really great game, guys. Is it worth it? Well, uh, this game four or five years ago was a $20 game, which completely worth it for that it now goes for nearly a hundred dollars. Um, people were slow to realize that this is a game that you just must have if you're an NES collector. Um, is it worth close to a hundred bucks? Uh, like around the eighty dollar range I think. Uh, you know, I don't know. I've found two copies of this in the wild, one of which I sold for a huge profit, the other of which I kept for my own collection. Both copies I bought at under three dollars, so... Uh, <laughs> They were out there a few years ago, you were able to find these. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's pretty damn good. It, if for some reason mine were stolen tomorrow, I would probably pay the money to get another copy. That being said, you can play this much more cheaply if you own a uh, Game Boy Advance or a Game Boy Color. I believe it was on Game Boy Color. Um, there's a 3-in-1 pack that features this game, along with uh, two others, Bonnet Commando, and uh, I'm really blanking on the other one, but all three great games from Capcom of, of that era, and they're all on one cart. That goes box complete for about 10 bucks, and it's um, virtually the same, virtually the same game, so uh, get it on that if, you, if you've got to play it. Um, and I really think you do. If you like brawlers at all, and you like chibi-style stuff, this game is superb, man. It just There is nothing wrong with this game. It's by far the best of all the brawlers. So, those are the Final Fight games I'm going to cover. Now, there are other Final Fight games. I believe there was one released on the 360. Got really bad reviews. I myself haven't played it. Uh, as I, as I mentioned before, these characters appear in a lot of other games that are great games. Um, Guy appears on uh, Street Fighter Alpha 2 and 3. Uh, this is all from memory, guys. Uh, there's, uh, there's a thousand games these guys appear in. So does uh, so Sodom and Adon are also from the uh, Final Fight series, and they, they appear in some of the Street Fighter games. Um, Cody appears in Street Fighter Alpha 3. As a prisoner, for some reason, he got in prison and broke his way free. It's kind of a weird, you know, I really don't know the entire storyline behind it. It's pretty wonky, but, um, so he's playable in that. Uh, Hagger is playable in Saturday Night Slam Masters for the Super Nintendo, which is a wrestling game that's honestly not very good. If you're into wrestling, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's good for a few minutes of entertainment, and it's a cheap game, so... If, if you're a Super Nintendo collector of fighting games, I guess it's worth the 10 bucks or whatever it is that that's going for now. But, um, oh gosh, I know I'm forgetting a ton of games these guys are in. 
because they are just in a plethora of games. But of the Final Fight series, the ones I mentioned are basically the ones people think of when you think of Final Fight. So I guess that's it, guys. Um, I really appreciate all the feedback that I've gotten. Uh, I received an email from a gentleman named James that uh, said, Hello, I've been a longtime listener to the Retro RPG Podcast, and I must say it is a pleasure listening to your new show. I like the premise of taking a random game, most of which I have never heard of, and hearing your take on whether or not it's worth it. I really like how you describe the gameplay and the story of the games. Your last show was a bit longer than normal, and I loved it. Unfortunately, I do not have many people to discuss my love of retro video gaming, so the more people I hear talking about them, the better. Keep up the good work, James. Well, James, you... I sent back an email that said you made my day. You may have made my week. Um, I've gotten some other feedback through the forums uh, that uh, they enjoy the longer episodes. Um, so I'm going to try and make that a trend, make these episodes a little bit longer for you guys. Uh, if there's anything I can do to make them better, let me know. Uh, you can contact me at Simon Belmont. That's S I M E N B. E-L-M-O-N-T at Outlook.com um, You can also find me I have a page called The Retro Kids on Facebook um, You can find my YouTube channel I believe it's called The Retro Kids 1000 on YouTube I, uh, I talk about retro gaming I have some music stuff on there that I've done way in the past back when I thought maybe I'd be a musician I'm not, spoilers um, <laughs> uh, I also have recently started doing a lot of videos regarding Magic the Gathering because I, I play a lot of Magic the Gathering in a uh, casual sense these days. Ever since I became a father, uh, I don't play nearly as much as I once did. But uh, So if you're into Magic the Gathering and you like casual talk, uh, mostly talk about Cube, um, I, I do a lot of stuff on there about that. Also trying to do some more retro gaming stuff on that channel as well. Just a mix of those things. So check me out there. Um, want to thank Derek and Don for again um, for letting me do this. Uh, now I'm able to do this and uh, it about a subject that I'm passionate about. And I literally have no technical know-how when it comes to uh, putting a podcast online. And they made it more than easy for me to be able to do this and uh, I'm just really grateful to them for uh, giving me this opportunity and um, and it, it just really means a lot to me guys for if you're listening for uh, for letting me do this and uh, continuing to put out great great podcasts that uh, keep me entertained at work so uh, keep up the good work I'll attempt to make my show better and we'll see you next time kids